Metu Netter, Volume 3, The Key to Miracles, Chapter 12, Tahuti. Major Keynotes, The Source of the Word of God. Tahuti is the part of the spirit that enables the communication of God with man. It is here that God's wisdom is directly received. This faculty requires the full adherence to the 11 divine laws to become operational. Given the fact that nothing short of receiving counsel from God can save man, what is man to do until he has realized the fullness of his divinity? To fill the need, God has provided such oracles as the Metuneter, I Ching, and Ifa. Use them properly and one day you will be able to engage in a direct dialogue with God. Can God communicate with man? The fact that man can communicate with each other and with animals is nothing more than an ability that God shares with its creatures. Proof of God's Being The most important message from God relates to the proof of its being. The fact that the essence of God's being cannot be perceived is a fundamental cause of problems in the world. Should God be the dominant factor in the lives of religious or spiritual people? An in-depth analysis of people's lives will show that this is not so. While most critics try to lay the blame on the people themselves charging them with hypocrisy, the blame rests with the religions and spiritual systems themselves. What role God plays in a person's life depends on whether the person believes in God's being or has knowledge of God's being. One of the greatest damage done to the world was the declaration by Western scientists that science contradicts religion, that one of the greatest advancements in man's intelligence, in fact, a miracle, occurred when the Greeks took God out of the picture of creation. In reality, they didn't. To account for the absence of an intelligent being, responsible for creation, Western scientists invented the concept of chance and random activity. Fact is, the more you understand logic, mathematics, and science, the closer you will get to God. We will begin our inductive quest with the consideration of two Western concepts. The first concept states that the creation of matter in the world began with a big bang gases as a result of certain forces acting upon them exploding, generating a great amount of heat that upon cooling down form the ele elements. First hydrogen was created, then helium, and so on. The second concept states that the elements so produced came together by chance and formed living things, which in the course of time created intelligence and consciousness. What would be your conclusion if you traveled to a distant, uninhabited planet and found a stack of bricks exactly alike in size and weight, some set up according to a geometric series while another group was arranged to make the letters of the alphabet? Would you not conclude that some intelligent being got there before you and was responsible for the arrangement? Somehow scientists have missed the fact that the following the Big Bang, the creation of elements proceeding according to the strict mathematical rules. All elements are made up of the same components, just configured differently. 
The progression from one element to the next follows a strict mathematical pattern in which the underlying properties of each element are repeated in the element eight places away. This cyclic or periodic return of qualities is the basis of the arrangement of the elements into the periodic table of elements. We must also note that although each element is different, their structure all follow the same pattern. The fundamental unit of the element is the atom, and atoms are composed of positively charged particles named protons, neutral particles named neutrons, which together occupy the center of the atom, the nucleus. These subatomic particles are composed of hundreds of components themselves. Swirling around this nucleus are negatively charged particles named electrons. What I want to call to your attention next is the configuration of these electrons. They swirl around the nucleus in different orbits called shells. The first shell holds a maximum of two electrons, the second eight, the third 18, and the fourth 32. This gives us the mathematical series. Two times one to the second power equals two. Two times two to the second power equals eight. Two times three to the second power equals 18. And two times four to the second power equals 32. Thus, the maximum number of electrons that can be in one shell one is two. Shell 2 is 8, shell 3 is 18, shell 4 is 32. What is remarkable in the above arrangement is that the various elements, iron, gold, etc., which are composed of different configurations of the above particles, follow the same pattern as shown above when arranged on a periodic table of elements. We find that the same shaping force that is responsible for the creation of the shells that hold the electrons organizes the distribution of the elements in nature so that they show the same arrangement in the periodic table. Thus, we find in distribution of the elements that they follow the same 2, 8, 18, 32 series. In the first row, we have two elements, hydrogen and helium. In rows two and three, we find eight elements in each row. In rows four and five, we find 18 elements in each. In row six, we find 32 elements. And in row seven, we find 23 elements. The last row does not break the pattern. It contains elements that are so unstable that the limit of integration has been reached before reaching the 32nd possible element. 1. Shell 1 of an atom has two electrons maximum. The first row of the periodic table has two atoms. 2. Shell 2 of an atom has eight electrons maximum. Rows 2 and 3 of the table have eight elements. 3. Shell 3 of the atom has 18 electrons maximum. Rows 4 and 5 of the table have 18 atoms. 4. Shell 4 of the atom has 32 electrons maximum. Rows 6 and 7 have 32 atoms. One thing is for the Big Bang to result in a mathematically ordered process in the creation of the inner structure of matter. Another is for the same mathematical pattern to show up in the creation of the outer structure of matter. It is as if the atoms taken, a whole, taken as a whole were all electrons swirling around some unknown nuclear force.
gravity perhaps, we see intelligence at work in a world that is yet devoid of living matter. All this is very interesting, but we are not interested in chemistry at this point. Remember your conclusion about those neatly arranged blocks you found on planet X? What we have here is the fact that long before a living thing could have come into being to create intelligence, there is something acting in an intelligent, very intelligent way in the creation of the atom and the elements. One thing is for a pattern to occur as an organizing force inside the atom. Seeing it acting again as an organizing force outside the atom reinforces the idea of an organizing intelligent presence at work. Following the Big Bang is not a simple cooling down process from which the various atoms are created or however else scientists may discover that creation takes place. What is a fact, however, the process occurs, is that there is a numerical basis to it. There is an evidence of intelligence behind it. The problem with Western man is that he has the greatest problem understanding the existence of an intelligent presence lacking a physical or material body, an intelligence that proceeds and creates physical things. There is no justification to think that this cannot be as there is no evidence to contradict its existence. On the contrary, there is evidence staring us right in the face to at least believe or ponder about its presence. However, Westerners chose to define God to themselves is their prerogative. We apprehend God's being in the same way that we do the movement that is responsible for sound, which is generated by the collision of molecules set in motion by the moving what? We perceive God's presence through its intelligence. It is the intelligence behind all of the laws of nature, which can be understood through qualitative logic or quantitative logic, mathematics. So God is the intelligent being responsible for the behavior of inanimate and living things. Scientists must deal with this or come up with a credible explanation for the source of this intelligence or dismiss it on the grounds that it does not exemplify intelligence. In the Big Bang account of creation, we saw that long before the first atom was created, let alone the creation of living things out of the combination of atoms, there is intelligence at work in the world designing and guiding the process of creation. Scientists missed another stupendous opportunity. Scientists missed another stupendous opportunity to perceive God's being. They claim that, like the creation of the universe, life also came into being from a special chance combination of molecules and later on brought consciousness and intelligence like an excretion, I suppose, into existence. Man's life on earth is made possible by a set of instructions numbering over 3 billion statements that are carried out in a strict mathematical language made up of four physical symbols, DNA. No scientist can get around the fact that the science of statistics and probability must conclude that the assembly of these 3 billion lines of code could not have occurred by chance. Some extremely intelligent entity is responsible for the creation of atoms and their assembly into living forms. 
And we are not simply dealing with a combination of four units until three billion formulas, but their interaction and integration that makes the complexity of life possible. Where things occur, that is, actions take place, there must be energy at work. In the process of the creation of the world and of living things, it is clear that intelligence is guiding the energy that is responsible for carrying out the work. This bodiless power in the spirit of God, with this in mind, it would be foolish to ignore the fact that behind the intelligence and energy at work, there must be a bodiless consciousness with a bodiless will, with a purpose. This is God. That the knowledge of God is somehow opposed to science is fiction supported by falsification of history. An examination of the history of the classical period of Greece will show that they were no less religious or superstitious than other nations. An examination of the biographies of the greatest Western scientists will show that they discovered the spiritual in their science, Pascal, Newton, Einstein, etc., these facts have been hidden by the little minds that wrote college textbooks and pulp for popular consumption in order to promote their imperialistic designs. Keep the people ignorant of God and hence of their divinity in you by yourself will be able to control millions of people. Tahuti, the source of science, mathematics, writing, and learning. The above statements concerning the proof of God must be kept in mind in order to understand the claims that the God, Tehuti, gave mankind the knowledge of mathematics, etc. The true purpose of learning is to equip man with the knowledge and skills to live successfully. This depends ultimately on the concrete knowledge of God's and man's being. It is foolish to argue against the value of knowing how to make things that facilitate living. The ultimate value of such knowledge resides in the knowledge of the universal patterns and principles of which all things are variants. It is the vision of the one underlying superficial many, the will of God. Tehuti is the will of God that is expressed through the words of God, the 11 laws. The will, the self, is devoid of energy and matter and is thus not able to achieve its intentions itself. It is the spirit, the energy matter, aspect of being that carries out the intentions of self. The will initiates the sp and the spirit fulfills. Since the spirit is a 100% receptive to the will, the perfect harmony of the spirit of God is the effect of perfection in the will of God. In other words, what is willed to happen in the world by God is free of opposition and conflicts between the parts of the spirit that must execute the task and between the myriad creatures in the world. It is this that is meant by wisdom, the perfect balance between all effective means and creatures people are given to parrot the phrase, quote, if it is God's will, as a way of exercising their failures. An aspect of uniting with God is to will as God does. In doing so, your will is joined to God's will and your spirit is joined to God's spirit. When you declare your intention to achieve something, make sure that it does not violate others and make sure that it is legitimately that it legitimately benefits you and others. It is thus that your will is the will of God. Spiritual power is not overwhelming force, but an open way. It is the 
unobstructed way that is opened in the spirit as all of its faculties have been moved by a word that encompasses unity and harmony in the world. The word is the metuneter because God is just loving and merciful. It would never do man in the guidance of the human mind. Access to its guidance is always there through the superior oracles in the word I Ching Ifa Metuneter. Thus man has been given oracles in divine law. If we do not live by divine law or oracles, we are doomed to follow the human mind and the animal. Tehuti, the lawgiver. We learned earlier that all things are essentially composed of an indivisible duality. Indivisible dualism is the foundation of all laws, and it is the foundation of the structure of all things and events. It is the gas salt that cosmological scientists are searching for. It is the Tai Chi that represents the unity of the universal polarities, yin and yang. It is the Ma'at as the unity of the universal polarities, Tefnut and Shu. It is seen in the atom as the unity of electrons and protons. Every event in the life of man is determined by opposites. These opposites are not antagonistic. They are inseparable and integral parts of the event destiny, the divinely ordained plan for our lives is balanced by our own creativity and invention. Observing divine law is what will enable man to bring the latter into play. Knowledge garnered from experience in the world must be balanced by knowledge intuited from God. Again, observing divine law is needed for the latter to come into being. See the preceding chapter for the discussion concerning the balance between the key opposites in life and their correspondences to the metutu. Truth and objectivity. A major purpose of the word of God is to bring truth to man. An essential aspect of truth is objectivity. Objectivity pertains to the attributes of things independent of our ideas, feelings, and viewpoints. An objective position, therefore, is one that all people can agree on. Ergo, it is 40 degrees Celsius versus the subjective statement, quote, it is cold or it is warm. Conviction, which is a prime requirement for the mobilization of higher aspect of spiritual power, depends on objectivity, absence of doubt, and universal acceptance. This is what the word of God, ocular, pronouncement, or divine law provides. The objectivity of the word of God eliminates doubt, opinions, beliefs, etc., which weakens the resolve needed to generate spiritual power. Prophecy, protagon, pro, pro, prophecy, prognostication, value, and guarantees. It is natural and wise to seek guarantees and value in things. To do so is to look forward. Investors, engineers, and scientists do the same through their tools of protagonation. These are human equivalents, approaches to prophecy. In spite of the caveat, the past performance is no guarantee for the future. Man finds it impossible to step aside from that inner urge to optimize security. 
You can secure this by consulting the Metu Netter Oracle on all major concerns in life, and there will be no caveats. It will assist you in your training to become a God person so that the prognosis of things you will in life will be in your words that have become one with the word of God. Tahuti, the revealer of man's destiny. An oracle reading is the revelation of what God has planned for you. The earthly challenges that will serve as the means through which you will develop your divine faculties on your way to becoming a God person. You will not simply you will not be simply told to marry such and such a person, but that marrying such and such a person is not in your destiny, or that marrying the person is the destined means of you developing a specific divine faculty. That there are lessons to be extracted from life's experiences is well known. Wouldn't it be nice to know in advance what skills you must work on in order to make something work? Success or failure is not fated by counsel. Your fate, success, or failure is in your hands. Keep in mind that only a good person can assure himself or herself of success. A God person can assure himself, herself of success. What is destined in the field of work, who, when, and where the work will be done, success is up to you. That is why God gave you free will. Minor keynotes. Wisdom, true intuition, sages, prophet, word of God, oracle, divine laws, truth, judgment, truth, premise, God's omniescence, knowledge, objectivity, experts, higher education, judges, magistrate, high finance, laws of nature, spiritual teachers, advanced teachers, elders, seeking to know, seeking a prognosis, seeking to know the value, seeking guarantees, security, equilibrium, expertise beyond education in the book, sages, negative tem judgments. All behavior that violates the major and minor keynotes, wrong judgment, incorrect use of science. The Metutu Combinations of Tehuti. Tehuti Amen. The absolute peace of a sage is in the face of adversity is necessary to hear the voice of God. Approach the oracles in a peaceful state. Because God is concealed, you tend to forget that it is always there, ready to share its wisdom with you. Realization of your essential peace will enable you to ask them that they have transgressed against you, what you would ask for yourself. You must preserve your oneness with all. Tehuti Ausar The absolute impartiality of a sage and the divine self-image is needed to hear the voice of God. Ausar's impartiality and equanimity is necessary for understanding the word of God. To be fair, judgments must be impartial. Your ability to judge correctly, understand the word of God, and hear the voice of God depends on your ability to be one with the events and people in the situation. Partiality, which is the same as prejudice, closes the mind to some sources of intuition. 
Partesian judges is an oxymoron. Tahuti and Tahuti and Tahuti Hetep. Knowledge is found only through the word of God or reasoning from sound premises, the pronouncements from superior oracles and the 11 laws of God provide the premises from which trustworthy logical deductions about man's life can be made. Knowledge provides greater mobilization impetus to spiritual power and faith or belief as the latter or subject to the weakened weakening effects of doubt and opposition from others. In judging others, recognize that the human mind is limited in its ability to tell right from wrong and the reason behind errors. The reasons can only be known through God to declare someone selfish, evil, good, etc. are judgments that only God can pronounce. Tahuti Sekher, Sekher. It is advised to hold back on your project when you receive Tahuti because it may take time to understand or intuit the meaning of the word of God. Everything happens at its appointed time. The understanding you are seeking will come in time. Preserve in living or persevere in living truth. As time goes by, you will see the unfolding of the word of God. Know that the word of God is the deed itself. It is the spiritual power of God are opposite poles of the same reality. Rest assured that the living, that living the word of God is the same as putting the spiritual power of God in motion. Tahuti Ma'at. To gain understanding in this situation, reflect on how you success, how your success in life or the situation depends on others and they on you. Wisdom must be complemented by love to generate spiritual power. To understand the truth and counsel you have received, you must first live it. Striving to see the big picture, the abstractions that reveal the interrelationships between things will eludicate the laws that you are working with. Tahuti Hekarhuti. Know that you are free to immediately cut with the emotions and beliefs that interfere with your ability to keep your mind free, that you may understand and live in the word of God. Tehudi Heru. To understand and live in the word of God or to judge fairly requires freedom from conditionings. Work at establishing the freedom of your will. Tehudi Het Heru. Visualizing the process of living by the word of God will assist you in understanding it. If there is no joy for living the word of God, it has not been lived. Compose your visualization scripts to generate joy. This can be achieved by focusing on the appreciation for the benefits that the word of God brings. Tahuti Sebek. Study to better understand the role of the word of God, divine law, in your life. Acquire a concrete knowledge of how science reveals God's being. Tahuti Auset. Take the word of God into trance along with devotion to its realization in order to mobilize the spiritual power of God. It will give birth to Heru. Pay attention to your recent dreams. The scenarios portrayed in them must be used as meditation themes to assist you in furthering your understanding of the word of God. Tahuti Jeb, cultivate your health, 
in order to approve your ability to understand and live in the word of God. Tehuti Sheps, focus on those teachings of your ancestors that promote the knowledge of the word of God. Your ancestors killed and died for the culture you have inherited. Honor your culture and your ancestry and your ancestors will counsel you through dreams and in your meditations. Tehuti Dark Deceased, see Dark Deceased keynotes in combination. Review the Dark Deceased information. Tehuti Nekabet. The meaning of the word of God will be revealed through some unexpected event. Omens will assist you in understanding the word of God. Feng Shui might be helpful in your situation. Tehuti Uachet. Same as Nekebet, the unexpected event might be of an unsettling nature. And here ends the reading of chapter 12 on page 227.